Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. We are, however, recording this on Sunday evening because Bry is taking the red eye back from Seattle. And then tomorrow morning, your boy is flying up to Boston for the Bills, the Patriots, the final Monday night football game of the season. I will be in the booth for Westwood One. Really looking forward to that one. So travel-wise, we're doing this. While the Packers-Titans game is going on in the first half, if you notice me on YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, sneaking a peek to the right at all, it's because I'm just checking out what's going on in the game while we're recording. Obviously, we'll have a full recap of Titans-Packers on a Tuesday, Power Rankings Tuesday. Although, because I'll be flying back Tuesday morning, We'll actually do the Power Rankings Tuesday on Monday afternoon. So you won't hear the recap of Bill's Patriots till Wednesday. It's all very confusing. All you need to know is that we got kind of a crazy week with Brian's work, my work, holidays, New Year's, the whole deal. We will get all the shows in, college draft tomorrow, even money pushed back to Wednesday, Fantasy Feast moved up to Tuesday. We will get it all for you guys, we promise. New week, new spread the word winner, new sponsor confirmation email winner, new YouTube shout out winner. And by the way, how about this? I was able to, Brian, this morning, clear the deck. All of the people that had autographs, you know, that Buffalo Bulls press pass, the Buffalo Bills press pass. Everybody out there, the Eagles press pass, Army Air Force, Army Navy, they're all out. I was able to get them all done. They'll be in the mail tomorrow. So it's a clean slate. I'll give you the new press passes I still have later on in the week. But you guys can be a part of it, and you know how to do it. At Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or at Ross Tucker Pod for spreading the word. We've got some awesome sponsors like DraftKings. And we'll get into all that a little bit later. Oh, patron shout out. Thomas Taylor Jacques. Thomas Taylor Jacques. I love it, Thomas Taylor Jacques. TTJ. 
I love when we get new patrons. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, week 16, pretty much in the books. What do you got? What stood out to you? Well, first of all, Bri, it's kind of crazy how there was one game Friday, three Saturday. We got all these Sunday, another one tomorrow night. Just just the cadence of it kind of throws you off a little bit. I know even my daughters like are totally confused by what day it is and why they don't have school and what the heck is going on. Um, some things that jumped out to me. Well, number one, Fitzmagic. You know, if we're looking at the Friday-Saturday games, just the fact that Fitzmagic was able to get that win for the Dolphins, and now the Dolphins have a terrific chance to go ahead and win uh, a playoff berth is huge, absolutely huge. So that's one thing that jumped out to me. Just the fact that Brian Flores benched Tua again, Fitzmagic came in, a play that will live on forever, the, the pass to Matt Collins down the sideline while his helmet's getting ripped off. Just incredible by my guy, Fitzmagic. Incredible, incredible play. I loved it. Um, obviously, Raiders fans did not. We'll get to that game in a little bit. But that jumped out. You know, I love guys. Like, I love Fitzpatrick coming in and doing that. I love Sam Darnold running over Malcolm Smith to get that first down as the Jets win two in a row. And he's basically maybe saving his job. Now, the Jets are locked into the number two picks. Now they got to ask themselves, do we like Zach Wilson from BYU or Justin Fields from Ohio State? Do we think they're significantly enough better than Darnold that it makes sense to take them or take another really good player and give Darnold one more year with a new coach? That is the question because, by the way, the Jacksonville Jaguars, with their loss to the Bears today, clinched the number one pick. They are going to get Trevor Lawrence. They are going to get their pick of GM and head coach. I think a lot of people want to go down there for a lot of different reasons. I'll do it right now. You want me to be the head coach or the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars? I'm ready. I'll sign up right now. So those are a couple of things else. I, I just respect the Jets, how hard they're playing, and I respect Darnold in particular. Every win he gets, he's making it less likely they can replace him. As for the Browns, I know a lot of Browns fans are upset about them not having their receivers. I've been pretty consistent, I feel like, with this, Bry. They have nobody to blame but themselves. Nobody to blame but themselves. There is no reason all of those wide receivers should have been close contacts with each other and B.J. Goodson, who tested positive for COVID. That is like a mental error. That is part of the competition of the 2020 season is how well you follow protocols and don't put yourself in that kind of position. So does it stink? Yeah, it stinks, but I really don't feel that bad for them. That's a mental error. It's a poor job by the Browns organization all the way around. Steelers, Seahawks among teams clinching divisions. I think that's six of the divisions have been clinched now out of the eight. Only, what is it? The NFC East, what's the other division that hasn't been clinched yet? 
NFC East and all right. So Seahawks clinched, Saints clinched, Packers clinched, AFC South. AFC South, while we're recording this, is not clinched. Although it's 12-0 Packers as the Titans just cannot stop them right now. So you are getting some of the my commentary. First two drives go down the field for the Green Bay Packers. Other than that, those are the big things that jumped out to me, Bri. The other thing that jumped out to me is it is always fun to wager on these games. Like, if you follow the Even Money podcast, I took the Titans getting three and a half points. Not exactly looking stellar right now. I thought it would be good, especially since they're playing in snow right now. And I thought I got a good line at DraftKings. By the way, we've got college football playoffs. And to celebrate this year's college football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new users, so we need some of the new listeners to step up and be new users, the chance to bet on any semifinal team to win the championship at 100 to 1 odds. 100 to 1, any semifinal team. Go ahead and bet Alabama or maybe Clemson. Uh, By the way, all you have to do is bet $1, and if they win the championship, you get $100. Pretty good. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any semifinal team to win it all. That's code ROSS. For new players to get a shot at $100 on any semifinal this week, Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey or PA only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Tuck Stakes. All right, let's start with the game on Friday, the Vikings and the Saints, where Alvin Kamara ties an NFL record by running for six touchdowns. Saints over the Vikings 52-33. to They clinched their fourth straight NFC South title. Correct. And um, here's what you need to know. Number one, Brian, I was at the record-tying touchdown games in college football and the NFL this year. Jarrett Patterson, University of Buffalo. Alvin Kamara called that game for the Saints. And in both, they could have broken the record. In both games, they could have broken the record. But the coaches weren't paying attention, didn't know what was going on. Other than that, I mean, the Vikings' defense was, like, historically bad. Mike Zimmer even said after the game, it's the worst defense he's ever had. Clearly, the the worst, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. I mean, you know, Drew Brees threw a couple picks, and it still didn't matter. I, I mean, it, he threw the interception to Harrison Hand down near the goal line. Then he threw the other interception that the Vikings scored into a touchdown for Irv Smith. Still did not matter. Quan Alexander with the torn Achilles is a tough one for the Saints. My guy from my hometown, Alex Anzalone, going to have to step up and perform now. Vikings offense did some good things. Dalvin Cook and Thielen and Jefferson, they just couldn't keep up because their defense was that atrocious in that game. Tuck Stakes. From the first of three on Saturday, the Tampa Bay Bucks six touchdowns in their first seven possessions. Bucks blow out the Lions 47-7. to And I don't remember the year. It was some point in the 1960s. It was the worst loss for the Lions since 
62 maybe i don't remember somewhere around there but anyway it was pretty bad you know how i give a lot of respect to the jets for how hard they're playing and getting that win don't feel that way about the lions that that was disgraceful it their defense was non-existent did not see a lot of effort they were without several coaches i don't care stafford got hurt brady was on fire he literally only played the first half Gronk and Evans went crazy. Brady breaks the Bucs single-season touchdown record. Gabbert got in on the fun. Blaine Gabbert got in on the fun. Bucks clinch a playoff berth. They will be a tough out. The only negative really for them was Ryan Suckup. Their kicker really struggled. Seems like it really hurt them. They won by 40. Tuck Stakes. The 49ers led by C.J. Beathard and Jeff Wilson beat the 49ers uh, – I'm sorry, beat the Arizona Cardinals 20-12. to 12. Niners would have had seven more points if Robbie Gold didn't miss two field goals and an extra point. Yeah, he was brutal. I, I tweeted this today, and you guys know I've been consistent on this. I really like all of the ones I know as people. Not a fan of kicking in the game. Um, I just don't – I don't enjoy it. I don't think it's – really native to the game. It seems so out of place compared to everything else that goes on on the field. We've got guys missing kicks left and right. I'm ready to just move on from it. Not going to happen, obviously. Niners defense, crazy impressive. Robert Sala probably got himself a head coaching job. Every time the camera was on him, he's like flexing and hugging his guys. Uncanny the way the Niners are able to make any running back they put in there Looked like a stud. Cardinals couldn't convert on third downs. Kyler Murray was getting sacked. George Kittle back does make a pretty significant difference for the Niners. Beathard, very solid. And DeAndre Hopkins, pretty much the lone bright spot for the Arizona Cardinals. Tuck Stakes. You already mentioned the 34-yard completion from Fitzpatrick to Mac Hollins and the subsequent 15-yard face mask penalty. It sets up a Jason Sanders game-winning Dolphins field goal. The final, Miami 26, the Raiders 25. It was a field goal fest early. Uh, Derek Carr surprisingly played. I was not expecting that. Took some sacks that he absolutely shouldn't have. Cost him some field goal attempts, which ended up being a difference. Gaskins had Gaskin. Had a big day in the run and pass game. Wallard's a stud. Aguilar had a big day. He absolutely benefited from a couple questionable P.I. calls. The whole thing with Tua being benched for Fitzpatrick is fascinating. The end of the game situation where the Raiders play for the field goal, Fitz makes them pay with the incredible throw. I mean, if you think about it, there's like a series of like five things that they're the only things the Raiders could have done to lose that game at that point. Like yanking Fitzpatrick's helmet, letting Matt Collins get behind him, letting him get out of bounds. I mean, and the Raiders were terrible on third down all game. Really a, really a huge loss for the Raiders that had major implications for all the other teams in the AFC trying to make the playoffs. Tuck Stakes. Uh, let's get to the games today. Steelers snapped their three-game losing streak with a comeback win versus the Colts, and they clinched the AFC North by a final of 28-24. Unbelievable. Unbelievable football game. Kudos to the Steelers. I thought they were dead. I mean, dead, dead. 
Colts were down their top three offensive tackles. Didn't matter. Quick three and out for the Steelers leads to the Colts touchdown on the first drive. Now, the Steelers actually tied it up after T.J. Watt got a strip sack. Two more sacks for him, by the way. James Conner got a touchdown after the Colts jumped on third and goal. But then after that, it was like all Colts. Jonathan Taylor's a bad boy. Rivers throws that bomb to Pascal for a deep post, 21-7. Colts had that incredible goal line stand. But then you know what? All of a sudden, this is one another thing I love about the sport. All of a sudden, things started to click for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rivers threw, I mean, Big Ben threw that bomb to Deontay Johnson. That kind of changed everything. They threw that touchdown to make it 24-14. That changed everything. I will say this. There were a couple of garbage pass interference calls against the Colts. I mean garbage that allowed the Steelers to get back in it. Then Ben ended it with another uh, beautiful touchdown pass to Juju Smith-Schuster. You wonder if now the Steelers have their Juju back. You see that, Brian? Very nice. Did there? Very By nice. the way, Aaron Rodgers just threw – Another touchdown pass to Devontae Adams after uh, Darnell Savage intercepted Tannehill. So now it's 19-0 Packers, 11 minutes left in the second quarter. So, number one, I might actually go to bed earlier than I normally do. And number two, uh, that's a crappy bet by me on the Even Money podcast. And number three, uh, we might actually have a breakdown of this game at the end because – this game might almost be over by the time we're done this because it's already almost over. Tux takes. Kansas City Chiefs won their 10th straight and secured the top seed in the AFC after a 17-14 win against the Atlanta Falcons. There's something weird about the Chiefs, man. 17 points against the Falcons, and they were so fortunate. I can't remember who it was for the Falcons fumbled while they were going in in the red zone. You had uh, the dropped interception by uh, A.J. Terrell Jr. in the end zone. Mahomes makes them pay the next play, but, like, that could have been the game. They were up 14-10. Then you have Young Hoku missing a chip shot field goal to go to overtime. I mean, look, the Chiefs clinched number one seed. They very possibly can go to the Super Bowl and win it again. But there's just something that's not quite right there. Falcons got the lead with the Herschel. I will say Daryl Williams running hard was a good sign. But, man, a bunch of weird things had to happen for the Chiefs to even win that game against the Atlanta Falcons at home. Tuck takes. As you said earlier, the Jaguars officially clinched the number one draft pick. Let's just all say it's Trevor Lawrence after losing to the Bears 41-17. to They hung for a little bit with Mike Glennon. Uh, DJ Chark made a ridiculous... DJ Chark, do-do-do-do-do. DJ Chark, do-do-do-do. DJ Chark, do-do-do-do. He made an unbelievable catch to tie it 10-10. Uh, then Trubisky threw an absolutely unacceptable, horrific end zone interception second week in a row at the end of the first half. I, I, I just can't believe he threw that ball. But you know what? It didn't matter. Ran in for a touchdown, first drive the second half. 
Bears ran it down their throat with Montgomery and they end up scoring 41 points. And now the Bears control their destiny next week against the Packers, who will very likely have clinched the number one seed at that point if this 19-0 lead stands up. Tuck Stakes. In a game that means absolutely nothing for the postseason, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Houston Texans 37-31. Yeah, the only thing it meant uh, anything for, Bri, was my two-team parlay, my two-team teaser with the Chicago Bears. Thank you very much, Houston Texans. 37 points to the Bengals. I mean, Brandon Allen, best game of his life, the quarterback, for the Bengals. Samaj P. Ryan had an incredible touchdown to start the second half. You know, David Johnson had a big night and a big day, and they still lost. The Bengals just ran over the Texans. T. Higgins makes an incredible catch. You know, uh, Deshaun Watson has a late strip sack by Sam Hubbard that sealed it for the Bengals. It's interesting because J.J. Watt called out his teammates after the game. I sure as heck hope he does that privately first before he does it publicly. But I'm not surprised. Some of the things he mentioned, same things I saw in Cleveland when Romeo Cornell was the head coach. I think people, some players maybe take advantage of his kindness. And also, it's almost like, well, we got an interim head coach. We can do whatever we want. Tuck Stakes. Uh, Giants officially out of it following a 27-13 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. That's actually not true. They're not? No, if the Giants beat the Cowboys and the Eagles beat Washington, then the Giants win the division, believe it or not. Kind of crazy. Uh, Because the Giants got down early 14-0, Giants defense powerless in the first half, allowing 280 yards. I mean, the Ravens ran for 250 yards. Daniel Jones was a little bit better in the second half, but just a little. Tucks takes. And playing without five wide receivers, the Browns fall to the Jets, who've now won two straight, 23 to 16. Well, I mentioned the wide receiver thing. Again, you know, no Jedrick Wills hurt, no B.J. Goodson hurt, but such is 2020 football. You know, you can't allow you can't allow Jamison Crowder to throw a touchdown pass to Barrios. You can't stri- get strip sacked if you're Baker Mayfield and allow Darnold to throw a wide open touchdown pass, or Darnold to find Crowder for another wide open touchdown pass, or fumble on a quarterback sneak late. I like that Mayfield took responsibility after the game. But the reality is the Browns did not run it nearly well enough to win that game. Tuck Stakes. Washington had a chance to win the NFC East. Panthers, though, win this one 20-13. So the NFC East is going to have to wait to be decided till next Sunday. And every team except the Philadelphia Eagles has a chance at it. Every team. Terry McLaurin didn't play. Washington muffed the punt for a touchdown. Haskins had three turnovers. He's really, really bad, like really hard to watch. That led to a couple of Carolina touchdowns, including Robbie Anderson. Chase Young and the Washington defense, I thought, did their part, their part for the most part. 
Haskins got benched for Taylor Heineke to show you how bad it was. Uh, he didn't talk with the media initially after the game. He ultimately did late. He will not be on their team next year. That's about all I have to say there. Kudos to the Panthers. Ducks takes. Justin Herbert sets the NFL record for most passing touchdowns by a rookie with 28 chargers over the Broncos, 19 to 16. Kudos to Herbert for that. that that's a very cool record. They say Fangio will be back next year. Okay. Drew Locke and his receivers. I mean, Locke missed throws, receivers drop passes. I don't even know what to say. Locke battled back for Denver, but they still lost by a late field goal. Chargers win their third straight close game. Like, where would the Chargers be at this point if they hadn't had all those collapses earlier in the year? I guess they still probably wouldn't really be in playoff contention, but you catch my drift. Ducks takes. Cowboys eliminate, officially eliminate the Eagles after beating them 37 to 17. Wow. I mean, Eagles ran the ball down the Cowboys' throat for their first touchdown. Then they throw a bomb to Deshaun Jackson for their second touchdown. It's 14 3, and they didn't score another touchdown the whole game. Fletcher Cox got hurt. The Eagles could not stop the Cowboys at all. Jalen Hurts had three turnovers late in the game. But the real story was the Eagles' inability to stop Andy Dalton at all, who totally lit them up. Kudos to Andy Dalton. Cowboys now have a very realistic chance to win that division, especially if Alex Smith can't play for Washington. Because if he can't play, I think the Eagles probably beat them, and the winner of Giants-Cowboys wins a division. Ducks takes. And up here in Seattle, the Seahawks clinched the NFC West after beating the Rams 20 to 9. How was the food, Brian? It was a little different, not as good as it normally is, but uh, still, you know what? Still better than a lot of other places on a normal day. Two food options vegetarian French toast. You heard me correct. Vegetarian French toast, because French toast usually is vegetarian, right? doesn't have meat in it but they had to label it specifically yeah they labeled it specifically vegetarian french toast so does that mean it's there's no egg in it well that would be vegan oh maybe they just got confused well i think they just wanted to say here's a vegetarian option and here's a meat option the meat option was a monte cristo sandwich you know what that is ross no think of the two pieces of of toast uh like the french toast and then stick a ham and cheese sandwich and melt it in the middle Oh, got it. Is that what you had? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what I had. They also had fresh fruit and yogurt. Pretty good. Like I said, not up to what Seattle usually offers, but uh, give it a B plus. Okay. Very curious to see what Foxborough has tomorrow. Very curious. Uh, Jared Goff threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Evidently, he now has a bad thumb. Might not be able to play against Arizona next week. Russell Wilson ran in for the first touchdown of the game. The Rams got stuffed on an epic goal line stand by the Seahawks. I mean, incredible. Russell Wilson found Hollister for a game-clinching touchdown late. 
Other than that, Bri, uh, it's 19 nothing Packers, and now they are inside the 25-yard line with seven minutes left in the second quarter. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think the Titans are going to come back in this game. If they do, boy, oh, boy, will we have a lot to talk about on a Power Rankings Tuesday edition of the mighty Ross Tucker football podcast. You guys know the deal. College draft tomorrow to get you ready for the bowls, including the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah. Please sign up to get the newsletter. I'm probably going to write one tomorrow on the plane. I owe you guys one. Shout-outs in order to Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sporticulture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.